right, all right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Fort Worth City Limits Podcast. I am your co-host, Martin. I'm your co-host, Joel Williams, a.k.a. Gator. And we are back. How's it going, brother? Going good. Blessed to see another day. Likewise, my friend. Another podcast. Yes, sir. In a book. Yes, yes, sir. We're, We're moving. We're moving pretty good. Yeah. So, without further ado, let's go into... The normal spill. So, uh, recap. Last weekend, how was your weekend? It was quite uh, uneventful, and it was Mother's Day weekend. Um, I really, I didn't do anything besides just did some stuff around the house, you know. Right. Talked to my grandma. Um, my sister's birthday. It was, her, it was actually my sister's actual birthday today. Happy birthday, Destiny! But um, did celebrate her birthday. This past weekend. Nice. Happy birthday. How old she is? I have no clue. Oh, wait, like 27? She's got to at least be 27. At least. Don't feel bad. I don't I don't know yeah. how old my sister... Well, no, I'm lying. We're all three years apart, except she for me. Five. Might be 28. I think she's five years older than my brother. My brother would be 23 this year. So. I, didn't, I didn't know your sister was that, that old. I didn't know either. I just thought about it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Yeah, but, uh, but, you know, happy Mother's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Hope y'all had a good weekend. That's like, that's you know, Mother's Day is like one of the biggest holidays in America. It is. And the most, I forgot, I know it's in like the top ten far as, um, like, far as like, Consumer-wise, like things being bought, jewelry, yeah. going in and out to restaurants. So I know it's in the top ten. I, I can't remember. I should look that up now that I think about it. But I did read that like a while ago, um, some of the top ten holidays in America where the most money is spent consumer-wise. I'm pretty sure one is going to be Black Friday. Black Friday. The next is going to be just a Christmas holiday. Christmas. I would think. After that... It's probably going to be 4th of July. 4th of July. And then you have the weekend when kids are getting ready to go. Uh, back to school weekend. Tax-free weekend. Tax-free weekend. Yeah. Right? Then um, I would say Valentine's Mother's Day is probably yeah, Valentine's Day for sure. And Mother's Day. And then probably Mother's Day. But then you got Father's Day like down in like top 25. This is the last. <laughs> they don't do anything. It's so sad, man. Father's Day is down at the very... Probably the last one, probably behind um, Memorial Day or something like that. There was this meme I saw, and it showed Mother's Day, the mall during during Mother's Day, and then the mall during Father's Day, and yeah. it was empty on one and, and packed on the other. Yeah, they America don't give a shit about dudes. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, what I did myself because my mother is in Tennessee, I I sent her. Mm-hmm gifts and i got on the phone and i talked to her i sent my sisters uh, i have two older sisters i sent them a happy mother's day uh what else did i do i mean that pretty much was it i didn't really do too much of anything after that just worked on podcast stuff you know being uh yeah. boring and dull but that's pretty much it that was my my weekend, for the most part, I didn't do a lot. I just worked for the most part. You, you did. I did take you somewhere this weekend. Huh? Tumbleweeds. Oh, <laughs> that's how that's oh, how old man. I'm getting. We went to a nice spot in Fort Worth called Tumbleweeds. I wasn't expecting that to be brought up, but shout out to Tumbleweeds great atmosphere it was a under the radar chill spot yeah hole in the wall dive bar dive bar definitely a dive bar yeah i i loved it i have no complaints can you remember i've been talking to you about it i think i mentioned it to you about like a week or so ago right he was like where is that at i was like oh so and so and then we finally checked it out checked it out yeah but i'm glad you like it and you like the, you ate some burritos 
or something, right? I lied. It's two things that happened this weekend. You took me to Tumbleweeds, and I ate some authentic Mexican burritos. Out of a cooler bag. Out of a cooler bag. <laughs> and then Sunday, I went with some friends of ours, and we went to the basement honky-tonk bar downstairs in, uh, in the stockyards. And I, I ate know. right, and I ate some hot tamales out of a cooler bag. You know, base the basement bar is one of my favorite bars in Cowtown. Me too. It is. I actually, I, I, I did something that everybody does. I got a dollar bill. I wrote my. I'm not gonna say what oh, I wrote. I have, I have a dollar bill. I have yeah. a dollar bill there too. It's over by the. So like, as soon as you walk down, and then there's like that ATM, and then there's the bar. I know my dollar bill is somewhere between the ATM and dollar, and between the ATM and the bar. Like, probably like head height or something like that. But, but that was years ago. I'm talking about, man, I couldn't even tell you last time. I, I can't remember the year I did that. It was probably like, four, it was before COVID. I can tell you that. I did a smart thing. So, there's a pole, and then there's the bar. Triple pole. The pole is right next to the bar. When you go to the bar, it's in the middle. You have to stand by that pole. You look at the pole, there are dollar bills, but as soon as you look directly up, there's my dollar. Would you, you didn't say, you're not going to tell us what you put on it? (laughs) (laughs) I put MLK, Martin Luther King, doing the Lord's work. Oh, okay. See, that's not so bad. I thought it was going to be like something explicit or something. Well, anyone that knows me knows what I, what I mean when I say doing God's work. I have no idea. Will you explain it to us? No. Uh, that means like reading chapters. Yes. Um, uh, I am a child of God. Okay. That's so, why. That's yeah. why. That was the doing first God's thought work. that yeah. crossed my mind. Yeah. I figured that's what you meant by that. We're terrible, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are so. Yeah. But yeah. That that was. Thanks for reminding me about yeah, that. You're I, welcome. I, man. Just, I'm getting old, man. It's all good. Getting just, old, just guys. about the memories we we shared together. It's all good. Oh man, stop, <laughs> stop. We got some new gear that came in uh, this weekend. Joel, oh, yeah. Joel is modeling some of it. He's got yeah. the the nice minty green. It it's killing two birds with one stone. We're wearing the green to represent DFW and. It's also just our our theme colors. Yeah. White, green, and navy blue. So uh if anybody wants to get some gear, grab some gear, we'll we're gonna have that posted on the website soon and you can get merchandise, so be on the lookout. Now um moving along. Excuse me. These Celsius, man, they, they got me rid of the burp. <laughs> Uh, moving along. I'll do that. Moving along. So, last week for crowd engagement, we had a trivia question. I think I do the answer to it, but I'm probably wrong. But you had a a great trivia question for everybody. And what, what was it? What was the trivia question? What was that question? Trying to think. There were so many that you that you've asked so far. So uh, I think that was it the Hang zoo. I want to say it was about the zoo. No, that was the one before. Hmm. Let me see. Mm-hmm. I can get some Jeopardy music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so what was that? I'm pretty sure this was the question. I left that paper in the kitchen. Oh, now I know. What, what was the percentage of America's... What's the percentage of, of America's paper money is, per, is printed here in Fort Worth? 
at the U.S. Bureau of Engraving and Printing. 60%. It was 60%. And Good I did, job. I just guessed off the top of my head. Get yourself a hand clap. Where are we at? Where are we at? Hold on. Hand clap. Hand clap. Bam. Oh, yeah. Right. 60% of America's money is printed here in, in the great city of Fort Worth. Amazing. Yep. That's that's a crazy statistic, though. It's crazy. I just guessed it right the first time. So, with that being said, Fort Worth, that's one of the reasons that our color is green, because we're out here and we're about our money. We're all about the money. Yeah. That's what you said, right? Yes, Tip. sir. Tip. Cash rules everything around me. All right. So, um, going into sports. We got to bring up something that happened last night. Yeah, everybody. Our Dallas Stars made it to the Western Conference Finals. Yes, we got so, these A team is representing the DFW. Thank you. Yes, we're hand clap. Yeah, thank you. Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars. Bro, now you really got to go to a hockey game now. I I actually it, it, watched it, it, the game last night. I've never watched the game. Oh man, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Look, bro, I got I really do got chills right now thinking about the Dallas Stars game. And they played no. in Dallas. They, yeah, they played in Dallas last night. Get for that game seven. And it was, I wonder. I think they got a game next Tuesday. I believe. Vegas. Yeah. The Kings. The Vegas Kings. I think. Go. I think it's the Gold Knights. Gold Knights. Yeah, it is Knights. I saw somebody posted some tickets. It was like five fifty to sit in the nosebleed, and I was like, "Nah, play." I'm good, and I'm tropical anyway. I like I like warm weather. It's cold in there, but it's an experience, bro. It's an experience. But yeah, congratulations to the Dallas Stars. Yeah, definitely rooting for you. Please we hope you go. We're Please rooting for you to go all the way to the cup. Bring Please. that cup home. Please go. So I want to go to a parade. Since I've I've been here in Texas, I have. Yeah, yes. I think the last parade was what ninety nine. No, yeah, ninety nine when no. when they won the Stanley Cup. No, the last parade was two thousand and six. Oh, when the Mavericks won. Yeah, that's right. That is that is true. I forgot. About was it two thousand six? No, 2000? I think it was two thousand eleven. Eleven, eleven, yeah. eleven. Yeah, you're right. They got they they lost in two thousand six. Yeah, and, and they and, won in two thousand. And Dallas got the revenge against the Heat. Yeah, they lost the Heat and then they beat the Heat. Talking about. Revenge. Yep. But anyway, but yeah, I I want to go to a parade of massive proportions where we can support our our home team. We can cheer. We can say yes, we won. I haven't experienced that yet. I would love. No, it's gonna be crazy too. It's gonna be ignorant, man. They gotta have two. They gotta have one here. And they're gonna have to have one here in Fort Worth. They gotta have in Dallas and one in Fort Worth. They got. There's no way because. I think Fort Worth has. I saw this population just randomly a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. but I think in just in the DFW, there's all there's pretty much like three million people, and I think I think there's like one. I think a more, of course, the majority is in Dallas, right. and then Fort Worth makes like a, a million of that, and then the rest it's like a million plus in Fort Worth, and then the rest of the million is in Dallas. So there's no way you can just have one parade. In this in DFW, you got you got to hit Dallas or Arlington, Dallas, Arlington, and Fort Worth. I would speculate. I would think so because it's just too yeah, way too many people, too much people, like too many. But what that saying about parade? There's a parade in my city. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> who's that? Who says that? I have no idea. Who's John that? Morant. Oh my God! What's wrong with your boy job, bro? What's wrong with y'all Memphis boys? I'm a he's worth two hundred and fifty million dollars. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Let's talk about generations. No, what's talk? No, 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 no. Just hear me out. Hear me out. I'm putting the paper down for this. So let's talk about generations. We got our generation, we're millennials. We got 
the Zoomers, Gen Z, or or you can call them Zennials. We got Gen Xers, which is prior to us Millennials. And in between Gen X and Gen Z, it's just filled and cluttered with so much culture, technology, and violence, and music. And a lot of a lot of all that goes hand in hand, right? Now, Jaws generation, we call them the YouTube generation, the TikTok generation. They a lot of them were raised on watching YouTube, or, correct? Or, yeah, and they're raised on watching videos, and and they go off of that. Parents are working; they don't have time to cater to the kids. Let the TV race the kids type deal. That's job. So a lot of the music that he listens to and that generation, I'm going to say it, they are just so infatuated with it. Now, Ja, he's listening to NBA Youngboy. He's listening to, you, you name it, you know, who, who, who's ever hot right now? But I, just take M.A. Youngboy for, for instance, in the in the type of music he puts out, Young Dirk, and you, you name it. That's the type of music that he listens to. There are videos of him walking into the running into the arena with a guy with a, a big speaker playing M.A. Youngboy, playing like one of those type of rappers. So they're infatuated with that gang culture, drug culture. You know, that's that's what they all they listen to. And when you listen to something like that, it's going to poison your mind. Our generation, we could listen to it. In the generation before us, they listen to Tupac. I, for instance, there was a guy. He was a doctor. A a surgeon on his way to the hospital, he was jamming some Tupac, some Bunny and Clyde, some I'm a rider type stuff. But he was a professional doctor. You would never know what he listened to because he didn't conduct himself in a way and he didn't let what he listened to change how who he was as a person. He was able to separate one from the other. The Gen Z, they don't know how to separate one from the other. That's job. Ja is trying to be somebody he's not, imitate what he hears, and basically he's infatuated with something that he knows nothing about. And it just makes it sad. Yeah, I, that's that's definitely a good perspective. I have a way different perspective than that one. Go ahead. I do agree. As a father, this is a that is a prime example of a parent being best friends with their kid. As a dad, he should, he should have whooped his ass the first time. You know? So, I mean, that's where that leadership comes in, that respect comes in. Be like, hey, son, like, you can't do this. You know, mom or the dad, like, that parent, that's where that leadership comes in, that mentorship. He has no mentor. Like, he has to have somebody in his ear to be like, bro, like, like, <laughs> What are you doing? You you gotta hold nobody's holding him accountable. He he is a free bird out there right now. And that's that's the reason why he's acting the way he do. There's no he has no accountability. You are partially right. His his dad was very hard on him growing up. I have I have friends from South Carolina where where he's from. And I have of course my background, my hometown is actually Memphis, and I have friends, people there too. If you take a picture of Ja Morant when he was young, like a teenager, trust me, his dad was hard on him. Um, well, I, I saw it. <laughs> but, but, so you're, you're partly the, you're, the private school kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, but the thing, the thing is, the reason that you're right, so here's where you're partially right. Can't nobody tell him anything because he's the breadwinner. And when he's the breadwinner, he's the one providing for everybody, the entire family. The father is no 
longer the provider for the family. You would think, I, I, we don't know. We don't know if, if his dad yeah. is telling him and he, and he doesn't, just doesn't listen. But when you are young with a lot of money and you're the sole you know, provider of everything, you're going to have a bunch of yes men. You're going to have a bunch of people that don't want to, you know, step on your, your feet because you're providing for everybody. So you're right in that aspect as far as can't nobody tell him anything, and he does need a mentor. But at the same time, we don't know because his yeah his, he is friends with his dad because his dad's rather young. His dad's like what maybe a, you know five years older than us. It, maybe yeah. So so well, I mean if you if you look at like Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, you know I don't know if you heard of his whole financial situation like his, his mom, mom yeah. he only spends his endorsement money. Right, you know, and he does. He's not doing stupid stuff like that. He's a family guy. Then you got uh, that one soccer player, where his wife tried to take him to the bank, and everything's in his mom's name. The genius. So, yeah, I mean, so there are, and these, these they all the same age. They're all within the same age. Yep. So 24. that's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah, you can look at the the upbringing, but but if you look at it. It kind of comes back to the upbringing because you're right. That's what I'm saying. As far as the parents, that respect level, he doesn't have that respect level, or the parents are not initiating that respect, or if something happened. For because, like I said, I hate to see such a young, talented, you know, black young man throw his whole career away, and he just, you know, he's one of the best. One of the best in the league. He definitely be one of the best in the league. You know, in the future, he's almost he's actually space. entertaining. He's almost the face of the league. He's he's yeah. getting to that, that level. Yeah, and he's entertaining to watch. And you know, I, I would hate to see, you know, and they're going to make an example of him. Oh, definitely. Mm, so that sucks, you know. But all you can really do is pray for him, you know. Not to me if you had to have that opportunity. I was at the barbershop before I got here, and everybody in the barbershop was talking about this, right? And, of course, me being, you know, where I'm from, I was catching hell, right? What's going on with John? What's, what's wrong, Martin? I don't know. Like, But the thing I would say is that they need to make an example out of him. You, he got slapped on the wrist last time. Gilbert Arenas brought guns into the locker room. They made an example out of him. Ron Artest ran up to the stands and beat fans. Mike Tyson style. Nate Diaz style. They made an example of him. Charles Barkley spit on a fan. Made an example of him. You got to make an example of people. You, you got to do things because you can't just let stuff like that slide. Because at that point, they say, well, I did this. If I can get away with this, they'll take it further. They'll, yeah. they'll keep moving the goalposts and see, well, what else can I get away with? And push it and push it and push it. You have to make an example of people. It's discipline. And for you to be disciplined and, and you to have a great product, because the NBA is a product, the NFL is a product, you have to, you're making money off of it. And you've got to have a certain image to hold. You have to make yeah. an example of. No, I, I, I agree. Hate, I hate to say it, but, but you just you just do. He's making bonehead decisions out there. Well, okay. Well, we're gonna you know bleed your bones out, bleed you out when it comes to money. Yeah. But I, I guess my pers- perspective, and I'm looking at it, you know, from a parent perspective, you know, and I teach my son, you know, day in day out, however he acts out in public when he's not around me or his mom. I was like, you're representing us. Right. You're representing my last name. You're carrying my last name. And if you do something stupid, I'm like, oh, well, where's your dad at? Did dad not teach you that? Did right. your mom not teach you that? And that's where I'm saying is that I know he's a grown man and he's responsible for his own actions, you know, for his own consequences. But, you know, that's still, even though if my son is 23, 34, that's still my son at the end of the day. You know, right. the parent the parentness does not end to the day that I die. Right. So that's what that's 
that's my perspective on that side. Is you know, I, I would agree. like to think that if Caden was in that same situation and that if we was in that same boat, I'm I'm gonna beat his ass. I, I mean, that's just yeah. yeah. I'm. I'll <laughs> be like, right there with you. Yeah. Free fall. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like some Marlon. Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> when they're on the island, they're beating up there. No, no. When uh, when old dude opened the door by taking his daughter out on a date, or to prom or something. Oh, you're talking about charging them. <laughs> oh, you're talking about him and Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You made love to a man. Yeah, you want to? <laughs> Ready? Ready. I agree. You're like, you're like, how are you? Sixteen? You're like you're thirty. Oh, but that yeah. that's what you got to do, man. I what mm-hmm. I. I agree with you. Like you're always a representation of your family, your upbringing, and you don't want to do anything to disrespect your family, to bring shame to your family. You just don't want to do that. Yeah, it's 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 really hurtful. Yeah, it it, it really is, because the last thing that I would want to do, personally, always growing up, was to disappoint my mom, my dad, my stepfather. I never want to disappoint them. They, their discipline was to say, I'm disappointing you. Just hearing them say it, I'm like, ugh. Like, taking a knife and just stabbing you in the gut, man. It's just, I don't know. For me, growing up, it was something about that, like, man, like, it just, it straightens you up really quick. And, and But that's just me, my upbringing. But just knowing that I disappointed my parents, they're disgusted with me, is enough to make, to straighten me up. But like uh-huh. I, but like I said, different generation. Yeah. So Ja, get it together. Get your together, bro. I'm not gonna say what we said in the barbershop, but it's a barbershop talk, so you can only imagine what was said in there, and what and what some guys probably thought you you, you actually really need. And that's all I'm gonna say. But um, <laughs> if you would have won a championship, they'd probably been like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> definitely. But that's different though. And, and I'm and I'm yeah. Afraid. You came to get knocked out of the first round. Yeah. Of the playoffs, and just expect people to be. Now, if you're still in, heading to the championship, you know it'll be a different conversation. But there's still the principle still there. You're not Michael Jordan. You're not Scottie Pippen. You're not um, what's the guy's name? Dennis Robin. Michael Jordan could get away with murder. If he wanted to, because he was Michael Effin Jordan. He, he he would go play golf before a game. After the coach said, don't play golf. No, I'm playing golf. He would go into the game. He'll say, come on. In. No, I'm not going in. I'm, 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 I'm good. Because he's because he set the, uh, the foundation, put in the work. And he had the results to say, here, I can do this. John, I didn't know Nike built their brand around Michael. Yeah. Jordan. Did you watch that movie, Air Yet? Yeah, I did. That's yeah. how I found out. Yeah. They did. Amazing, right? That's crazy. Amazing. And to this day, his shoes are still selling. Him and, and my guy, Penny Hardaway. So <laughs> I had to throw that in there. But but yeah, you're not you're not Michael Jordan. You're not Kobe Bryant. not Kobe Bryant. You're not LeBron. You're not Shaq. Those names I just named, they get away with murder because they put in that work and they've won championships. And for the most part, they built the foundation and have blood, sweat, and tears to say, yeah, this person, their name is up here. If you want to get up there, you have to put in that work. You got to be respectful. You got to be humble, and you got to knock off being a knucklehead and and making poor decisions that could harm you, your well being, and your livelihood and your family, man. Yeah, it's pretty much this. That's what you. That's he's like, he's putting an example of true selfishness. That's what we said today. He's very selfish. A very think about your team. Think about your family. Think about your family. Think about your daughter. Yeah. Like, think. Matter of fact, just think. Breathe air and think. 
Seriously. <laughs> Breathe air. <laughs> and think. For real, man. All right. What we got next, sir, bro? All right. Moving along. Moving along. <laughs> so um, we're going to – let's go into Joe's corner. Let's let's do that first, and then after that, we'll we'll – Jump into a reaction video. Let's, so, what you, you got anything for your corner? Yeah, man. I'm actually excited about this weekend um, hosting kickball party. So, I'm in I'm in the kickball league. I don't know if I said that in any of the previous ev- episodes. But it's a co-ed kickball league that's here in Fort Worth. Uh, uh-huh. Fort Worth Kickball League. That's the name of it. Yep. Um, great league. You know, shout out to the commissioners. Um, you know, they've done a wonderful job as far as the scheduling. Only thing that really just sets us back is this Texas weather where it wants to decide to pour down raining from the time our K-ball game started at 7, between 7 and 10, and they just want to pour down rain between that time and then, you know, not rain again. So I think we've, I think we missed two games. We almost missed a third game. But we toughed it out. That allowed, allowed us to, to continue playing. But yeah, we played down in um over in Rockwood Park. That's uh by Jacksboro Highway University. Um, it's, bet- it's pretty much between Northside and Seventh Street. That little gap right there. But um, I, I think this is like my fourth or fifth season. I don't know. I quit counting. But anyway, really, uh, yeah, man. What season were you on when I when I was playing? I was probably like my third. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I'm having a kickball party this weekend. Just having some people over. It's the first time. Be my kickoff of the pool party season. Um, see how it goes. I haven't done one in a while. Uh, you know, I kind of got burnt out back in COVID when <laughs> we had parties like four. <laughs> I swear we had a party every day. Dude. Every did we not have a party every day during COVID? I don't know. How. Yes, that's how we survived COVID, guys. Because yes, and I, and, and I guess I guess we we helped people's immune system and, and build up their I, immune system. I think we helped people's immune system, people's mental health, um, people's social. Uh, I mean, we I provided a lot for people. With, you know, I didn't get no award or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> We having our super spreader parties, <laughs> <laughs> but I probably. But seriously though, I, I have no idea how much we party during COVID. I probably had. I know my neighbors hated me during that during that time, but if I had to guess how many parties I had during COVID, man, I, would that? you say like fifty plus? Fifty plus, yeah, yeah, or at least fifty plus on the on the low end. Yeah, <laughs> yep. But yeah, like seriously, no, that's not me. It was great. Yeah. It was fun, though. It was fun. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm excited about this K-ball party and, you know, just getting it ready. Uh, it's kind of one of those things that's, that's like, Joel, you got to get back into your, your hosting mode. I kind of been slacking. I guess I kind of got burnt out there for a while. You really can't blame me. But, but yeah, I'm excited about that. And it's just one of those things to, to network and socialize and... Just to meet different people and kind of see people out of their, you know, see people in their comfort zone, you know, meet them outside of the competitiveness. Because a lot of us, we play against each other, so it's just like, all right, I got, I got to whoop your ass. Right. We can make it to the playoffs. And so this is kind of a time to everybody's kind of just hang out and chill. You know, just be humans and adults, and, you know, and drink responsibly. I mean, that's the goal anyway, but. See what happens, but at the same time, it kind of it's kind of forced me to get up and be like, okay, I need to redo this and do that, and do this and do that, and just get just pretty much get my house up to par. Yeah, adulting. Well, it's not like terrible shape, but it's just not up to par. To what like if you know me, you you expect a certain standard, and so. Sometimes I'll work, come home, it's like, I just want to chill. I feel like doing all this crap, doing all this nonsense. But 
once you get it done, I'm just like, I just suck it up. I got a lot of things and I got things planned. I got a lot of stuff coming in that I ordered. I got to put it up. So I'm excited, man. I got, I got some changes going to be in the backyard. It's, it's going to be legit. If you need some help, man, let me know. I got you. It's kind of like, I like doing it because it's, it's like very therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I just, I just give me some drink in my cup and just do my shit. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much the summary of my corner. And, um, looking forward to, you know, Thursday. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So let's segue into that, into King's Court. I'm going to have a very short King's Court. I'm not King Opera, I'm Martin King. So um, and this is not the iron table, this is the wooden table. But Thursday, we are going to interview a friend of ours, Leela. And it's going to be at Social Oak in Trophy Club, Texas. And she's having a event and was so gracious to let us give give us an interview. So we're looking forward to that. It's going to be our first interview of somebody. And we're going to kick off. It's going to be a tour. And I, and I, will, I was going to talk to you about that. So who would you say would be next after her? Ned wants to, you know, be interviewed. Let's go ahead. And, let's do Ned this weekend. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll let's do, do it. See if we can do it Saturday or Friday. Yeah. Talk to like talk to Ned. Talk to Al. Yeah. Talk to Ned at and I messed up last podcast. Shot teeth. I spelled it wrong. I'm sorry. How did you spell it? I left the Z out. Oh man, that was like the most important letter. Yeah. So it's it's shot. S H O T. Z as in zebra. E as in Edward. E as in Edward. S or possibly S. And it is a bar in Keller, Texas. Great people, great food. We love the owner. We love the owner's wife. It's family owned, family ran. And we are going to interview Ned soon. And we're going to be on site because that is one of our local watering holes. If, you know, no pun, yeah. no pun intended. But we will be there. So. Ned, thanks for giving us the opportunity to interview you. We'll be reaching out to you soon, and we will, you know, be on, on yeah, site. Yeah, so. I'm going to make Martin do this ASAP. I know he likes to plan shit to the team. But anyway, back on to Leela's, Leela's Med Spa. The, the event is called Bourbon and Bubblies. And then, like I said, it's at, Trof- it's at Social Oak in Trophy Club, and it starts at 7 p.m. And I'm looking forward to it. It's one of my best friends, and it should be fun. Yeah. And, and plus, we, uh, that's that's probably one of our watering holes as well. For me, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, I'm kinda, I kind of, you know, tag along from time to time. Yeah. That's a great. Uh, it is a good, it's a good spot. Very, so, very great spot. Yeah. I love their, they got this one dish that I love to eat, and it's called steak and mash. And it's steak and mashed potatoes. Oh. Just thinking about it makes me hungry. Is it better than Moxie's steak bite? Yeah. So if they had mashed potatoes, it'd be better. The way they cook the steak, it if, would be. If they cook the steak the same way they cooked it at Social Oak and Moxie's, then Moxie's would have a better one. Okay. But because they cook it in a cubit or? Sliced? I don't. It's sliced, but okay. but it's sliced long, long slices, right? And they lay it down flat, and they take the mashed potatoes and they lay the mashed potatoes on top of it. Really? Mm. And it does sound pretty good. It's fire. Facts. I have to try that next time. Yes. So my to do list. Thursday. We're gonna we're gonna do that. We're gonna do it. Definitely. Definitely. Not. All right. So. This episode, we're going to try something new. We are going to react to a video. There was this video that was sent to me 
And I sent it to Joe and another friend of ours. And we were like, okay, that's very interesting. And so we're going to listen to the video. And then we are going to basically give our two cents on it and react to it, okay? So bear with me. I'm going to actually pull it up. And from there, you guys should be able to hear it. So let's go into it. Women want a man that's six foot with a six pack, making six figures, but ain't even got six inches of hair. Ain't even got six thousand dollars in the bank. Probably got six kids. You got these high expectations for a man that you want, but what are you? What are you? What what you got? What are you doing? What are you bringing? I seen Steve Harvey say, "Oh, oh man, be acting. What what women bring to the table? They bring, they can bring another you to this world." Man, Steve Harvey, you gotta shut up. Shut up, Steve Harvey. I don't know what you were thinking. You was born in 1950, dog. This is a new age. This is a new age, bro. This is a new time. We ain't settling for bullshit. Yes, she can bring us a, another child in this world, but um, without me, she can't do it. She can't do it. So it's equal. So I don't want a woman uh, bringing a table, but what, do you, what, what, what can you put on this table? What can you put on this table? Women want a man that's six foot. So... Mr. Gator, what are your thoughts on this video and what the, the gentleman said on this particular topic? Well, I think it's something that's really current and it's been a, you know, a reoccurring issue uh, with with modern dating because you know if we just put every this seems like women, most women want to be put on a pedestal. Uh, and it just it's almost like a headache in the sense. Yeah. And because no matter what you do, it's just like a, you just don't seem like you're good enough. But as a man, you're not good enough. But no matter what status or how many kids or what how much money she makes or what she have and don't have or you know, health wise you know, she's always good enough. And the man is not good enough, regardless of how much money, how tall he is, or what's going on in his life. You can always do better. But the women, they're good. Right. They're approved. Always. 100%. Right. Never, you know. So it's just a one-way street, not a two-way street. And once it's a two-way street, now we can have a conversation and try to get it to, uh, you know, resolve what's going on. But until that's happened, I would just say a lot of guys are just, you know, they just avoid, you know, women altogether. And you're starting to see that, especially, I would say, guys who really have something to offer. What, what it, but, I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. It's one of those love-hate kind of deals. I mean, of course, you know, we need women in our lives. You know, women need us. Need us in their lives, but at the same time, is it worth dealing with that headache? It's just like, oh, I always got to do this. I always got to do that. I got to do this. I got to do that. And you still get kicked to the curb. That is pretty much what he's saying. I agree. My 20 cents that I'm going to throw in, you got to add a zero to that too. So, the dynamic of the core family has been disintegrated. Mm-hmm. What was thought to be traditional and normal, you have the father who leads the family, he goes out, he works, he, pro- he provides for the family. That's pretty much, he looks at it, not just his sole purpose, but he lives to provide for his family, to make his family happy, make his kids happy, make his wife happy, to live a good life, put a roof over their heads. And then he's the head, the woman's the neck that holds up the head, and so on and so forth. He leads and she helps him lead. That was 
the way it used to be, right? Now, in modern day, it's completely changed. Women, women nowadays have more options because of social media. When social media blew up, it took a woman who was in Idaho who would normally only have the options of people she grew up with in her town and maybe a 10 to 20 mile radius around her. Those were her options. Whereas to when social media hit, her options were guys in L.A., New York, Atlanta, Dallas, Canada, all around the world. And now it's to the point to where you have so many guys reaching out to you. Women have an inflated, you know, sense of, well, I'm better than what I am. They overvalue themselves and think they're better than people who are technically on their level. A woman that's average wouldn't talk to a guy that's average anymore because she thinks that she is better than that guy and rates herself above that guy. Just because she has guys on social media reaching out to her and and basically just blowing her head yeah. up. And and that also is <clears throat> it's a respect. There's no more respect. So, you know, how there's I mean there's always been a double standard, but how a guy would want they fit feminine women, they consider it an insult. We're like, we have, well, about why does my size matter? It's, you know, things like that. But you can criticize a guy not being tall enough or not making enough money. But, you know, having a preference, I get like a guy cannot have a preference without being shamed or being ridiculed or being canceled. But a woman can say, whatever. Whatever they say, whatever their preference is, is justified. But what a man's preference is, is not justified. We should just accept. We should just accept the way women are these days. You know? Right. And a lot of that comes from, uh, I don't know what wave it is, but maybe a fourth wave of feminism, I would think. I don't know. But. It's all propaganda. But, but going back to. But going back to um, what I was saying is that women have a over value of themselves now. If you are a five or a six and you make forty to fifty thousand dollars, you wouldn't talk a woman on, on that level doesn't want to talk to a guy who's a five or a six and makes forty to fifty thousand dollars. They don't want to talk to him. They look down on them. Whereas um, a guy, doesn't matter how much money we make, we'll, we'll date down. Women want to date up, which is fine. It's fine. It's okay for them to date up. But usually when women date up, it's in terms of age, you know. But now it's in terms of age and money because, you know, women mature technically faster than guys, so they want older guys. Yeah, because I'll, I'll, agree to, I'll agree with that to a certain extent, for sure. Right, but but now in modern dating, it's to the point to where it's damn near literally impossible for a young man to be able to date a woman that is technically his peer, because oh, you're average, or you're you're not on my level, or or whatever. You were talking about a woman that's overweight can, you know, get upset with a guy that doesn't want to date her because that's his, you know, that's his preference. And naturally, they're, they're going to rebut that with saying, I don't want to date a short guy, and that's my preference. But the thing is, a guy can't help being short that, you know, he can't grow anymore. A woman can lose weight and trim down. She can help that. So the preference thing is a little different, but I, I'm, I'm not a, you know, I love, I love anybody to be able to have. Oh yeah. We love all sizes. Right. So if, if you have a preference, 
Right. That is fine. But that that one argument is kind of like, well, one can help this and other one can help that. I'm all about women dating what their preference is. I'm all about men yeah. dating what their preference is. They try, date the best potential. Right. Everybody should be at dating their highest potential possible. Men and women. And that's, I mean, I hope for the best for everybody, you know, but at the same time, if you have a good guy, a lot of these good guys get in friend zone and they want to take care of you. But you don't want, but you don't want to take care of him because you don't want you don't want him taking care of you because maybe he's too short or he's I don't, whatever whatever it may be. But the fact is, you got someone <laughs> who will literally, you know, go to heaven and earth, you know, heaven to hell for you. But you're like, nah. Um, I'm gonna see what my other options are. And that's, that's just the reality of and that's society fine. today. And that's, yeah, and that's and that's and that's fine. But at the same time, you can't you can't when you hold out until you're 30 years old, and then you expect to get the same result. You're being unre- unrealistic at that point. <laughs> that's you that water bottle one. No, the water bottle video. I don't think you did. Oh my goodness, we got I gotta show you that. One. Okay, but. I don't. I don't think people are being. At the end of the day, I don't think people are being realistic. Gentlemen, get off your butts, work out, invest in yourself, learn a trade, work hard, and everything will come to you. It'll it'll come with time, but you have to work on yourself, and you just have to just understand that you just have to become. You, 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 it's a certain type of man that you have to become before and be on a certain type of level before you can demand attention from some type of women or just maybe some, maybe women in general. Now that's just the, the way the tide has turned women. Look, just be realistic. Get some friends that are honest and they're going to tell you the honest to God truth because not everybody's a 10. Not everybody's perfect. Not everybody is pleasant to be around. So you might have a, some some simps, you know, blowing your head up, putting you on a pedestal and telling you everything you want to hear. But the thing is, you need to hear what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Because at the end of the day, it's going to help you in the long run. So... Women just be more realistic. Guys, be more realistic and work hard and just realize that this is the way that the world is right now. We're not going to cry about it. You shouldn't cry about it. You should basically just take the hand that you're dealt, learn how to work with it, learn how to work on yourself, build yourself up, learn, and trust me, it'll come. We know. We know. It will definitely come. With time, everything comes. But yeah. you, but you have to put in that work. You have to work hard. And you can't be a slouch. And by you doing that in general, you're going to be contributing to society. So it's a win-win situation. And you, the respect that you want to gain and, and get from your peers, guys and women, You'll get that because you're working on yourself and you are being dedicated and disciplined and putting in that work. So all I can say is be realistic for the most part. Yeah. All right. What's the next reaction that we got? I got one more in the chamber. See what we got here. Fire away, my dog. I had a pretty good one. You're going to say that one with the chick? I'm not definitely not playing that. Oh, okay. I was just making sure. I'm tempted to play this one, but I'm not going to because it's just, it's cringe. It's so cringe. All right. We're going to react to this 
uh, real quick. Hold on, let me let me pull it up. Jordan Poole, come on. Julius Randle, come on. The one I sent to you. <laughs> yeah. Ben Simmons, come on, man. Nobody beat nobody. Clay, you can slide down here too, my boy. DeAndre Ayton, you and CP3, come on. Context to it. So that was Dwight Howard. He played professional basketball in Taiwan. And basically, he was saying that there are a lot of NBA players that need to come to Taiwan, sorry, come to Taiwan <clears throat> and play with him because they're not playing well in the NBA and they would play very well in Taiwan. <laughs> He's pretty much telling them they need to humble, humble themselves. Humble themselves. And they can still get paid, come play at the level of basketball that they are playing at. <laughs> Don't be shameful. And come on, my boy, go play in Taiwan. These, uh, he's living his best life. He's he's playing. He's balling. He's living his best life over there, man. I'm a hat. I I always been a fan of the white. I always been a fan, even though. He he's got a big temporal problem, but he's a, that's a big scary black dude right there. He's like what six eleven? Yeah, just he probably like six eleven, two sixty, just straight muscle all his life. Yeah, he's he's a freaking nature. Yeah, and I agree. <laughs> he he made a a, a what Chinese or Asian? Just Asian, just a, that way. It's that's universal. Mm-hmm. Asian commercial, and he's like speaking in. Whatever language language it is, he just smiling. He got like these two high Asian chicks behind him. I'm like, look at him, man. He just, he's happy, you know, making money, doing what he loves, you know, probably getting mad attention. Yeah, because he's a freaking nature in in this Asian co- country, Taiwan. Yep, and so and more props to him, man. I think everybody should live there. Like, yeah. And uh, but the biggest thing is, and and I and I've actually watched clips of a game, and his stats, he is balling, and I'm looking like, why weren't you playing like this in the NBA, making shots, shooting threes? I'm like, what's going on here? So he's balling out there, and what he's basically saying is, come on, come on down, and I, I'm talking like the price is right, man. Come on down. Hey, what, what did uh the ball say? Living my best life. <laughs> I got time for, oh, you play pool. I'm telling you, man. Living my best life. I, I, so that jump. is awesome, bro. Can you imagine just living at your full potential with, of course, you're always going to have worries. But you, you probably don't have as near as much criticism as he would get. Playing good still in the NBA, they'd be trash. Stephen A. Smith, they'd be trashing. Yeah, Chan Sharps, right? They'd be trashing. Yeah, and he's over there. Oh, he's a king. Oh yeah, he's a king over there. He is. Yeah, like uh, he's he's pretty much like a Gargantua. <laughs> he's Godzilla over there, bro. Prime example: Stephen Marbury. Stephen Marbury went. And played in, in a, a bunch of Asian leagues. I think he was in China, and won multiple, and I do mean multiple championships. And he is in their Hall of Fame over there. Shoe deals, you name it. I think Dwayne Wade still has a shoe deal out there. So it's a humongous market. I think you know it, it rivals America, of course. 
but you can go there, you can do great, and there's no shame in it. Yeah. So, John Morant, come on down. Go out there. <laughs> I don't know if you flash guns out there, but that, you, uh, you would be the face of, of the league. Definitely. Hey. Well, what, what What if he went to Chicago? <laughs> oh, you talking about with the rocket? <laughs> <laughs> there was a meme. I saw uh, that story I sent you on Twitter. I saw that was like this guy was like John Morant should go to the Chicago Bulls. He needs to change the scenery. And then this one guy reported he was like, "Nah." They said John Morant be doing IG live with rocket launchers for real. <laughs> yeah, man. Chirac ain't oh, to play around man. with man. That is not the place to play around with man. I'm telling you. But anyway, I agree with the white. Humble yourself. Play at your level. You may have been at a level at one point, a certain level, but you're not there anymore. So, you know, just humble yourself. That's pretty much the, uh, the, one of the themes of this episode is to humble yourself. Stay humble. Sit down. Stay humble. It was a song back in 2005, 2006 during the crunk era. And it was called Go Sit Down. Go Sit Down. I love that song. Yeah. yeah. I, I still like the Kendrick Lamar version, too. Be Humble. Yeah. Yeah. Sit Down. But yeah. Be humble. So. To, it's this, really not that hard. This, 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 this pride. Yeah. This pride. news cycle. This news cycle is a excellent example of young men. And women, because I saw some women, I'm not going to name no name, that need to basically take a step back, do what Michael Jackson said, and look at the person in the mirror, and humble yourself. Because right now, people are just running rampant and going crazy, and they're, and they're not taking the time to sit back and think and process thoughts and breathe air. <laughs> <laughs> breathe air yes so that's what I've learned when you take a deep breath breathe in breathe out the more air goes to your brain the more clear you can think so just saying but anyway that is going to wrap up this episode of the Fort Worth City Limits podcast like I said upcoming we got Thursday with Leela and, and Leela's Mad Spa. We're going to interview her. Thank you, Leela. Next, we're going to go to Shotsies in Keller, Texas, and we're going to interview Ned. You, you. And we need to start thinking about some other places that we can go and some, some other great small business owners around here that we should interview and you know shine a light on. So... We'll we'll get that cooking, and we'll definitely bring you guys some yeah. some small businesses that should be looked at. I think we should aim for at least one next week. Let's, let's say we do uh, a regular podcast, a regular programming, and then just do uh, shot seats. I mean, we can do a shot seat Saturday, bro. I'm down. I should have interviewed. Well, I should have asked the uh, owner of. KT, because I saw him last night, and I know him. I should have said, like, "Hey, you want me? To, you want to interview?" But I, I didn't think about it. But yeah, but but yeah, like I want to go somewhere, probably like um, let me think, like a brewery. I think we should go to. Uh, okay. We have a lot of. Sure. You know, I have zero. Have zero. How many um breweries do um? This forward path. We have a lot out, out here, don't we? Bro, you, I have no idea how many we have anymore. We have a lot. Yeah. Too many. So, too many count. So we there's like a new one. I think we should probably up. do that. We should we should uh go and probably try to interview somebody there. Yeah. But but anyway, we're gonna do that and we are definitely going to bring you guys good content 
Uh, so I'm looking forward to everything coming uh, coming up. And like always, thank you for your support. Thank you for, you know, tuning in to us. Uh, the website's up. YouTube is up. I'm going to start posting some content there. I'm, I'm going to work with Joel, and we're going to try to bring you some good quality content. We're going to throw some clips up. And we're going to post these episodes along with the audio to Apple and uh, Spotify, definitely. So just stay on the lookout. And merch is going to be coming soon. So we'll we'll be trying to get you guys that merch. So just stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. Yeah. But thanks for tuning in, guys. All right. Have God a good bless. one.